Hi, everyone. Good to be back. I know I had a little bit of a hiatus. I do have a day job. In fact, I have a couple, and occasionally I have to do those. This is going to be the first podcast, not a new studio, temporary studio. This will be the first podcast of Vern Goes Against the Grain. Laugh and Learn with Vern has been wonderful. The guests have been amazing. The fact that anyone even wants to come on my podcast is humbling. I think going against the grain is more authentic to me. You will hear all about this. As you know, when I like to do something, I throw myself into it pretty hard. As you know, by my book, 10 Scientifically Proven Ways That Steve Jobs Went Against the Grain, now available in ebook and in paperback on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. A couple chapters from that book are available on this podcast. Full audiobook coming as soon as I record it, which should be soon. The podcast is just moving to against the grain. I go against the grain. And tonight I'd like to tell you a story of one time I went against the grain. Try to give you a better picture of what you can expect from the podcast going forward. There will be guests. At some point soon, I want to even do some live interviews, like in person live. I'm also thinking about doing points of view. A lot of political polarization going on right now. I think it'd be really nice to, at some point, I'm not going to do this right now, but at some point have a couple different people and just explain their side, kind of Lincoln-Douglas debate style so people can be informed on an issue. I also want to do it where at the beginning they also they have to say something nice about the other person and then at the end they also have to conclude it with a compliment because one of the things that I see on social media and I can probably be guilty of this as, pos as much as other people is almost like a dehumanization. Like you just see like a face and a logo. It's different when you see that person on a screen and you have to talk to them or interact in person. I want to bring some of that humanity back, bring us more together. On that note, so with that, there's also going to be a newsletter. So what I'm going to read you now is an excerpt from a posting I put on LinkedIn. I'm going to post a few of these, kind of get a vibe, see what people think. But eventually, I'm going to have a newsletter. And I will. I want to talk about things that are against the grain, whether it be a training technique I'm doing, a story I learned. I want to encourage people to, now that things are opening up a little bit, to get back out there. I found the best highs of my life weren't from the partying. It's from pushing myself past what I thought were my limits. It's challenging myself. It's learning a new subject. It's going up to that person and asking them out. Oh, I'm dating someone right now and she's very wonderful. So I'm not doing that anymore. It's that. It's saying, you know what? Screw it. Let's do it. That's a Richard Branson quote, but it's like, screw it. Let's do it. Like, let's, let's get that energy. Let's take that chance. My life has become so amazing. The more I take calculated chances, and just say, I'm going to do this. And I think it's the right thing to do. And let's just see what happens. doesn't always work out that way. And I will cover some of the lessons I've learned from things that have not turned out the way my hypothesis originally was in my head. But that's a growth opportunity. So even if you swing and miss, you can learn from it as long as you analyze what the pitcher was doing. To the article titled, Of Hot Dogs and Men. July 4th. 2016 was like any other 4th of July. I was hungover, sitting on my couch, desperate for a pool invite. While doing my recovering and texting, 
I turned on the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I watched grown men and women eat hot dogs at a feverish pace. And I thought, I could do that. I spent the next 12 months training to make that stage. Ultimately, I came up short, finishing fourth at one qualifier and second at another. The toughest part of spending 12 months training for a hot dog eating contest? Getting the guts to tell your friends, family, and coworkers that you are training for a hot dog eating contest. My first training session was in September or October 2016. I spent months doing research on training techniques, fitness schedules, and the best lemonades for hot dog dunking. Eventually, it was time to put the pen down. I decided to start with eating a head of lettuce. I have no idea where this idea came from. Probably some article involving Kobe Ash. Walked across the street, bought a head of lettuce and some lemon juice, and sat in my living room. I was going to eat the entire head of lettuce in 10 minutes. First bite was horrendous. I remember waiting for some sort of taste to emerge, only to be chewing, chewing, chewing. It was as if there was some disconnect between my brain and stomach. I told my stomach it was time to swallow, but it mostly refused. After a few minutes of the most depressing meal of my life, my roommate walked in. There are levels of awkward. On a scale of one being saying hi to a cashier, and 10 being watching a certain scene and he got game next to your friend's parents as a fifth grader, this was an eight. My reaction must have startled him because he looked at me, looked back, and turned around and said, what was I doing? The tone of his voice was part confusion, part amusement. I had been caught. My hand was in the cookie jar. It was time to confess. I'm training for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, I told him. The words, the words struggled out of my mouth. My idea was a newborn baby taking its first gasps of air. I awaited his response. I don't actually remember what he said. Being great friends with him today, it's probably part amusement, part shoulder shrug, part whatever. What I do remember was that he left the room and I was proud of myself. I finally told someone and it was fine. Over the next nine months, I would tell many people, almost all of which were supportive. My mom was too, as long as I had someone around when I ate to help in case I try. Going against the grain continues to push my personal and professional lives to new heights. And it can do that for you too. The feeling of taking a chance, working hard, and it paying off is a success one has to feel to believe.
Life is short. Go against the grain. Your head of lettuce moments awaits. Got to add a quick disclaimer to this podcast. I'll be doing this going forward, but this article is not sponsored by any of my employers, including the military and the Department of Defense. Disclaimer also for the podcast, as you can tell. Life is short. Go against the grain. Your head of lettuce moment awaits. I want all of you to have a head of lettuce moment. I want all of you to have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead, full of challenging yourself, seeing what your limits are, and then pushing past them just a little bit or a lot bit. Thank you so much for listening. More podcasts will be coming, including the audiobook. I did one a little bit ago with my friend who's a wonderful author. That'll be coming up. And then, like I said, well, I'm going to try to interview some subjects more against the grain E. We'll see what that kind of looks like eventually down the road. Maybe we'll do something where you have a couple people share their points of view. And then we're also nice to each other while doing it. I think that'd be kind of against the grain, right? Two people that argue, but are also civil, kind of like in a courtroom, but on zoom and we'll see what happens. Maybe no one wants to go on zoom anymore because the pandemic hopefully is winding down. But anyways, thank you so much for all of your support. I truly love you all. and hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week.